Hello, I'm Luke Curdenine, the host of the Golf IQ podcast, and we've got some very exciting news here in Golf Digest land. It's a new newsletter available exclusively to Golf Digest Plus members, and it'll land in your inbox once a week. It's the greatest newsletter in all the land here at Golf Digest, but I admit there is an upstart rival in the ranks, and it goes by the name of the Low Net newsletter with Sam Wyman, who's here right now. Sam, what's the lowdown on your newsletter? Well, my newsletter, Luke, is the reason that you are competing for second place at best. My newsletter, as you said, is called Low Net. It's geared towards golfers like myself, who are very much in the middle of the pack at your course or your club. It's a, a game I live and breathe, and, and I'm obsessed with getting better. No, in all seriousness, it's a great read. It's full of not just really interesting and helpful stuff, but really relatable stuff from the man who probably loves golf the most of anybody here at Golf Digest. So head over to golfdigest.com forward slash plus. Sign up and start enjoying both of these awesome newsletters each and every week. This is the Golf IQ podcast, a place for golf nerds to dive into the science and uncover the secrets to playing better golf. I'm the host, Luke Curdenine, and welcome. So Sam, I'd say 95% of our golf swing conversations, or specifically conversations about your golf swing, circle back to the maddening truth for you that your golf swing comes slightly over the top. I feel like this has been going on. Thank you for saying slightly. (laughs) It's been going on for years. I think it's a very relatable problem for many of our audience out there. It's probably the most common move in golf. I can't think of one that's more common than that. And on your quest to break 80, you seem to have identified this as a really key pillar in that. So we just wanted to unpack that a little bit. What, you know, from uh, from a golfer to golfer perspective, what is so frustrating about it? How do you manage it? How are you working on it? And what's your advice as a golfer to other golfers like you about trying to fix this move of yours? Well, you know, (laughs) advice that I have is based on things that I've done wrong or I've struggled with in this journey. I feel like it's getting better. I think the the biggest thing I would say is an understanding of what an over-the-top move is and the problems it causes. I think um, I had the misconception for years that over-the-top just meant you slice the ball. And that was the only sort of outcome um, that an over-the-top move can produce. And really, thanks to you and others, um, I've learned that over-the-top has a lot of other outcomes that are really damaging. I mean, I'm steep, right? Like, we're, uh, I'm very steep, and that creates really inconsistent ball flight. Sometimes I can hook the ball because I'm over-the-top. Sometimes um, I lose I lose a lot of, uh, you know, I, I hit the ball chunky because I'm over-the-top. So there's a lot of other things beyond just, you know, that over-the-top um, banana ball that actually is not is not really one of my big problems. I mean, I have a little bit of a cut on my swing, but that's not even the worst part about it. So understanding the various ball flights um, that an over-the-top move can cause and then working from there on addressing it has been my focus the last two or three years. Yeah, it's a really good point. Um <sighs> It sucks that the golf swing has all these confusing terms and a lot it le- just leaves a lot of golfers 
with no idea what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong in their swing. But for the most part, when you hear the word over the, or the term over the top, what that means is that you uh, or the golfer in front of you is swinging too much to the left for a right-hand golfer. They're taking the club back and then the club goes over the top of where they just took it mm -hmm. on the backswing which means that the club starts moving really far from out to in or to the left of their intended line, right? So that's what over the top is. Now, that can create two things, <laughs> left or right, depending on where the club face is. So the club is moving to the left, but if the club face is open, then that's when you get the curvy, slicey banana ball. That's probably the most common combination. The, it, it just puts a ton of side spin on the ball because the club's going left, the club face is pointing to the right, and wow, there's your banana ball. But if your club face is closed, so if your club face is pointing to the left and you're swinging to the left, then you're going to get low kind of smother pulls. Um, you could even pull hook it, which would be really, really bad, but that's also quite hard to do. So um, either way, it, it can produce both things. For the most part, if your ball is starting to the left, not always, but that's a fairly decent indicator that you might be coming over the top. Um, and Sam, what... I feel like this is a common move for so many golfers, mm -hmm because in some ways it feels really natural, especially when you come from playing other sports. You know, I see a lot of baseball players coming over the top because there's just, mm -hmm. they're just trying to turn. And I think that, I don't know, that seems like maybe a holdover in your move too. I think so. Although there's a lot of um, scar tissue there that explain how I got to where I am. I mean, for one thing, I go back to the idea that uh, there was a point in my golf journey where I actually did have this wicked hook. And, you know, and to your point, that can also be a result of being over the top. But for years, I had this wicked hook and I was so fearful of that. Um, I thought, okay, I'm way too flat and too shallow. I want to avoid that. And so that actually uh, exacerbated my over the top move. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of things that led to it. I think um, one thing that has opened my eyes recently is there is a, you know, functional muscle movement part of this, right? We've talked about the ability to kind of hold your, your hand uh, kind of as if you're taking the oath of office uh, and your ability to bend your arm back. Like some people have that ability better than others. We've done it in the office. And so if you don't have a lot of uh, exterior rotation in your shoulder, um, you know, it's hard to, sometimes it's harder to avoid coming over the top. Um, so that's been a thing of mine is getting stronger there. And I've also just really, really worked on in recent years, shallowing my swing. And you might want to explain what shallowing means, meaning like having a little bit of a flatter backswing and flatter through the ball. Yeah, I, I would say that what that relates to is the biggest reason why golfers tend to come over the top. Because what happens, they take the club up to the top of the backswing and then different parts of their body start firing out of order so mm -hmm. almost always when you see a golfer come over the top it's because they get to the top of the backswing and then they just start turning uh mm -hmm. with their upper body um you know it's it, this is why you see a lot of baseball players come over the top because they as they see the ball coming they're just turning as hard as they can 
as they're turning, they haven't shifted their weight and that's what's dragging the club over the top because they're just rotating too soon. Rotation is incredibly important in the golf swing, but you, if you do it too soon, you're probably going to come over the top. So when you hear and you read things on Golf Digest talking about sequencing and the correct order in which things fire, that's you. It, it, it's not just the bedrock of every good golf swing, but it is inherently an anti-over-the-top move. Because once you get to the top of the backswing, really, you should be shifting your weight pretty hard into your left side until mm -hmm. the clubs get sort of you know early early mm -hmm. downswing mid downswing it's you're just shifting 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 and then you start rotating and so when people start talking about are oh, the clubs in the slot it's because they've shifted their body around which has landed the club in the slot and that's allowing them to then explode and turn through with no fear of coming over the top right and luke you and i have talked about my recent efforts with speed training and one of the fallacies that i operated by for years was um if i'm firing my legs more that's going to exacerbate this over the top move um because it's going to be i'm going to be further out of control and i'm going to be rotating too quickly like you said and that's going to make the problem worse and it's actually been the exact opposite again i'm not cured of this over the top move but it is less Definitely. one of the things that's happened is because i'm using my lower body more and firing my lower body more, I am able to, you know, bring the club into that slot or closer to that slot than I have before, which has been a real breakthrough because the, the, the alternative was a very quiet and inactive uh, lower body, which led to that over rotation that you're describing, which was like the death move. So, um, you know, sequencing is a hard thing to understand, but I think, you know, my experience has been, learning to swing hard actually helps you more than you think yeah it's such a good point because often that's what happens right when you see golfers coming over the top i mean this is what was happening in your swing to, to your own admission right sam you weren't really focusing on on swinging very hard so you weren't really using your legs weren't really using your upper body you weren't really shifting from side to side and so you'd get to the top of the backswing and then you would just turn and that would drag the club over the top and then you'd hit kind of low poles, I feel like was your predominant over the top miss, right? Um, mm -hmm. Whereas the whole this whole sequencing idea, the shifting your weight and then turning, that is actually your body's most efficient and effective way of swinging the club fast. You know, if, if, if I gave you something really, really, really heavy and told you to move it, like if I told mm -hmm. you to lift a really heavy box, you wouldn't not use your legs to do that or you'd get right. injured, right? So you would like start exploding up. You would squat right. down and you turn and you twist and you talk the ground and you do all these things in order to get energy out. But in some ways, because you can create a lot of momentum with the golf club and because golf clubs are actually quite light, um, it can create bad right. habits when you're just going so soft, when you're not swinging that's, hard. That's a whole other... Uh you know, train of thought we could follow. And I'm going to pump the tires of the golf IQ newsletter. Cause you talked about that, uh, that image of the guy swinging the sledgehammer mm. and how it was such a perfect sequencing, even though it's not a golf swing, uh, because he was using his lower body, um, the way you described, like he had to find the power somewhere. And so he was using his lower body. Well, you should, you should uh, pull that story out for, for when you can, but that's a perfect example of how your body 
inherently knows to to use all of it when it has to 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 you know work with a heavier weight and that actually is something that that our equipment guys mike johnson and mike Sichura say again i'm not here to prescribe equipment fixes by any means or even swing fixes for that matter but it is interesting that you would think oh uh, i don't have a lot of swing speed or i have this problem in my swing i need a lighter club and one of the things they say is maybe not maybe a heavier shaft actually will help you because it will force you to generate uh the power you know, in a more, you know, efficient way than you are right now. Yeah, it'll force you not to be lazy, you know? It'll, right. it'll, because if you need to use your legs, you will use your legs. You will start doing all this stuff. Now, it doesn't work perfectly every time. Yes, swinging hard can exacerbate problems, et cetera, et cetera. But um, it's just important to understand that the same thing that for lots of golfers creates that over-the-top move is also a, a power source right so it won't just land your swing into a better shape it's an amazing dual part solution where it won't just improve your technique it will also unlock more power it will plug a power leak in your golf swing i want to just uh add one other thing that you opened my eyes to recently maybe you can talk about that which was just this weekend talking about um my i don't know how to phrase it my weight being back more um because one of my other flaws is oh, I'm so committed to staying over the ball and not early extending. And as a result, I kind of was shifting my, I guess my weight too early and my chest too early. And what you said was to sort of um, feel like I'm, how would you describe it? I'm not even doing it justice, but like feel like I'm generating power from, from my, from the, my back foot to my front foot. And by almost as if I'm falling backwards. Yeah, exactly. A lot of coaches will talk about loading into your trail hip. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really turning, um, turning it deep into your trail hip, loading up your right side. And then, of course, that can, you then do need to get off your right side. But one thing Sammy mm-hmm. was doing is that he wasn't really getting to his right side at all. He was getting just kind of stuck on his left side. And then he turned. Um, and his weight would go the opposite direction. You want a side-to-side stepping motion, really. This is kind of the bedrock thing that will help a lot of golfers. Um, and this is not me. I'm not a coach. This is what coaches tell me. Th- this will really help the move that creates your over-the-top, which is when you either stay on your right side or you're just never really getting to your left side at all, which are kind of the same thing, but they're done differently. So anyway, this is a big thing getting to your right side getting to your left side if you get really good at that it's quite hard to overdo the getting to your left side piece of this but if you do that it'll be really hard for you to come over the top anyway i've learned a ton in the last little while and i've now you know discovered some things that i can work on some drills that i can do to help with it so i'm optimistic that my over the top movie is probably not going to go away completely but i feel like even getting it to to you know a, a more manageable level has been a real victory 